And welcome to the Infofish Show. I'm your host for tonight, David Arnold. Here. We're going to have a good podcast. We're going to talk Michigan basketball. Actually, I've got somewhat of a special guest tonight. Um, really, a person I've known for a long time uh, through the Michigan fan base. Uh, take it, it took a while for us to actually connect. We've connected before and we're connecting tonight. Uh, and hopefully the goal is to have him as not as much a special guest as a new host for the podcast to join myself, Stephen, and Harry, uh, those two who are not here tonight. Uh, his name is Anthony Troya. Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm all right, man. You? I, I can't complain. Life is pretty good. It's a Friday night when we're recording. Um, you know, Michigan basketball has won quite a few games. Of course, they've lost the last game. Uh, before yeah. recording against Wisconsin, but it seems like they're safely in the tournament. Um, oh, I wouldn't worry about that. That Gonzaga win's going to keep them in no matter what. Uh, as yeah. long as Gonzaga keeps winning, they're all right. You're right, you're right. So so, so school is going good for me. It's Friday. My kids are asleep. At least I think my kids are asleep. <laughs> uh, so I got no complaints. We can record all night. We're here all night. Anthony, yeah. though, I got to talk about you. I got to ask you who you are, what's your Twitter handle, et cetera, et cetera. All First right. thing, where are you from in the state of Michigan? Uh, born and raised in Livonia, Michigan, although I did live in Westland for seven years, one year solo, well, not solo, with my cousin, and then uh, with my wife for six years, and then uh, we bought my parents' house and moved back to Livonia because they moved to Florida. That, so That is like... Pretty all, quick, right? That's an all-American <laughs> story right there, Moving, buying your parents' house. So I got they, a good deal, so dude. They, they can move to Florida. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good life. It's a good life. Uh, me and Anthony have known each other for a while. We actually super yeah, randomly. Probably, what, probably eight years now on Twitter at least. Yeah, I know. And I'm Something like that anyways. I, I'm bad at Twitter now. Um, no, but I mean back when we met. Yeah, we used well, to actually, you know, Well, actually, you know, before, when we first met through the Michigan fan base on Twitter mainly, um, Michigan Twitter was not annoying, not nearly as annoying. Oh, uh, God, it was beautiful. Uh, Twitter was Loved a good it. – it wasn't, it wasn't a dark time. It was before the 2016 election, um, yeah. which is really yeah. – for me, that's like that's like the turning but, point when Twitter became the worst. Dude, we entered the darkest timeline. <laughs> if you know community. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, just everything. Just everything. Everything. Uh, I still haven't been in Ohio State, so like the darkest timeline has become like an absolute black hole. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... so we're although sure. I'm old enough to remember when they used to kick Ohio State's ass every year, so... That's, that's another thing we're going to talk about tonight <laughs> because, you know... This is, I talk about myself a lot. I'll let you talk about yourself a lot too. But I grew up oh, cool. going to Tommy Amaker led basketball games. My first experience was 2003 Tommy Amaker, 2002 Tommy Amaker, all the way Ooh. up. So so that's when I moved to, to the state of Michigan when I was a kid. I think you were a kid a couple of years before me. Your first memories of Michigan basketball were what, Anthony? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, really, it was the uh, the '89. I was uh, five. I remember my dad let me. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! You remember '89? Yeah, I, dude, I was I was five. So, so, so this is a podcast. Or no, I was six. I'm sorry. So yeah, people, I was six. People who who are listening can't see Anthony right now. But if I was to guess, I would honestly say Anthony is my age, if not maybe a year or two older. Now I'm 28. I was born in 1991. 
So you're telling <laughs> you're telling me you remember 1989? Dude, I was six. It was awesome. Um, <sighs> I remember my dad letting me at least stay up to watch the first half. I don't remember if he let us stay up and watch the whole game, but I remember you know because he's not the biggest basketball guy, but you know they were in the title game, so I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but right, I right. definitely remember the Fab Five because I was nine and ten. Nine when they broke in, and ten the second year, and then Juwan's third year, you know, Jimmy and all them. I was eleven, so I have vivid memories of that stuff, and it that was is, awesome. Man. That is beyond cool. I, I honestly, honestly thought you were maybe thirty, maybe thirty-one. Um, oh yeah, uh, Babyface runs in the family. Ma side. My mom okay. until she turned like seventy, she did not look that age at all. So. She just went from twenty to seventy, and just like yeah, right, basically, right. <laughs> basically. Well, she stopped coloring her hair, and then her age started showing. So. Uh, She's not the Italian one, is she? Because no, Troya, no. Troya, rumor has it, uh, a little birdie told me that Troya means something very different in Italian than it does yeah, in Yeah, we're not going to get into that. No? Uh, yeah, uh, if you guys know Helen of Troy, uh, that's basically the basis of my last name. So at least what I was told on Twitter by an Italian soccer fan when I was tweeting about Serie A one time. Which is, is another shared interest we have because actually, you know, in the past four or five years i i've actually delved into soccer and european soccer way more than i even have i think i think it's my escape from the michigan black hole of losing to ohio state every year where it's like as soon as michigan loses to ohio state i kind of just insulate myself from all all of the death that i know is inevitable and and i start <laughs> watching soccer right like i i just obsessively watch soccer luckily for Great me game. luckily for me uh, about 2014 um, right before Liverpool sold Luis Suarez, I chose I chose Liverpool as my team, um, and I stuck pretty religiously by that. And then, like two years later, they hired Jurgen Klopp. The rest is history. Liverpool's really good, but nobody listening to this cares about soccer. So, so we'll save <laughs> Manchester that. United's the better franchise. Yeah, we'll save that for. Um, yeah, Manchester United and, and Michigan football have a lot in common, actually. Um, Winning a lot of things a long time ago and, and nothing ever since. Um, Legendary coaches retiring. That's and so right. On that's so right. That's right. Et cetera, et cetera. ETC, ETC. So yeah. this is good, man. So we're going to talk tonight about, yeah. so, somewhat about this year's team because I am interested. You are definitely a basketball guy, which is good. Because oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love Born and raised, man. I was the weird in a hockey-obsessed city like Livonia is growing up. I was the weird kid who liked basketball. Which, so. if, if you guys don't know... Livonia truly is a hockey obsessed city. I think I think it kind of is like right in the perfect spot where it's easy to go to Red Wings games, um, and then and then a lot of suburb area action. So you, so you got the the parents who love paying for their kids hockey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's and there's like four ice rinks within like thirty minutes. Is, is, Li- is Little Caesars youth development team up near Livonia? It's close. Yeah, it's it's Plymouth. It's but it's real close. It's like I can get there in fifteen minutes max. And then. The Plymouth Whalers used to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's the USA. It's where the USA team plays. That's right. That's right. Actually, Garrett Fishall, uh, the godfather of the MGo Fish podcast, and that's a kid in the background who will be a regular, I'm sure, tonight. Um, Garrett's from that area. Uh, we actually played indoor soccer. Uh, I don't know if you Kent. know this, but uh, Garrett's father and my father actually knew each other. I did not know that. That's actually pretty Yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I've never met Garrett. I know his brother because his brother and my brother are co-owners of Simplified. So I, I had actually, I didn't know Garrett a little bit. I had no idea, not, but I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know him, but I don't. 
Well, I actually didn't know your brother was co-owner of Simplified. With Garrett's brother. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird. Like, I've only had a few interactions with Garrett on Twitter. I, I, he probably didn't even know me, which is kind of funny because you and I met w- without him. It's kind of like this weird, like, I know people who you know and you know people I know, but they never actually, like, met each other kind of thing. You know what I mean? So so me, you, and Garrett have to have a threesome sometime, right? Like, uh, like a <laughs> yeah. podcast. That, like, yeah, yeah. Didn't quite come off I, right, but yes. Yeah, yeah phrasing. Yes. Phrasing. Phrasing. Uh, so okay, okay, so so okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that we've got we've got a lot of yeah. circles connected. A Venn diagram of something somehow. Small world, man. Yeah, it is a small world. Small, all right, all right. Small so, southeastern Michigan, anyways. Yes, yeah, southeastern Michigan. That's right. So you're from Livonia, uh, yep. big Michigan fan. You know, if Since you're a South Michigan Park. fan, here's the thing: we're, we're a basketball school now, but we were a football school. Always up, were, man. Always were about okay, okay, so don't think that fuck, man. Kazzy Russell. Then you had the, they had some decent teams in the seventies. They went to a final four in the seventies. I like this. Then you had the eighties, you had Tim McCormick, you had I Glenn like Rice, this. you had all them dudes. They went to a final four and a national title. They went to two final fours in the nineties. The only time we did was in the two thousands. That's not talking about the two thousands. Okay, and that's not even and our fault. And got here and you know. And then and we went to more final fours. So we're a basketball school, so don't fake that, that funk. Every everyone drops bags. It's not our fault that the NCAA decided uh, to make our bag dropping. It's so what Michigan did was stupid. They sent, uh, they were complied, and you never come. You do, you pull a UNC and you don't comply. That's, that's, right, that's what right. you do. So you're a basketball. You guy. just tell them. Oh, dude, throw it through. I like this. Through. I like this because I'm definitely a basketball guy. I've been to way infinitely more basketball games than I have football games, partially because when I first moved to Ann Arbor, the tickets were readily available. It was the Amaker era, so so obviously things were not great. But let me tell you, this is my hot take that I think you'll probably agree with. But like, I don't know how the rest okay. of the fan base feels. With the Victors, the the prime, the prime place to play the Victors fight song is in Chrysler Arena after a ten nothing run when the other team calls a timeout and everyone's pumped up. The Victors in that environment is infinitely better more powerful more passionate more fun than anything that song can be played in 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 the big house at michigan stadium there's there's there's, there's something about there's something about hearing that fight song play like when when you're on a passionate run and like the other team has to call timeout i've been to three different games where michigan has beaten michigan state in chrysler arena right every single time you know michigan goes on a run Michigan State, Tom Izzo calls a timeout. The victor starts playing. Um, and everyone's just like, Rah! and because it's enclosed indoors, everything vibrates, right? So the fight song vibrates, the sound vibrates, and everyone's just like, let's go, it's happening. We're like Michigan Stadium, it's fun, it's awesome. 100,000 people is crazy when everyone's celebrating. But like because there's no roof on it, it kind of goes up. It's not quite the same. When you, you feel like you're next to literally every single person in Chrysler Arena uh, when all that energy's flowing. So that's my hot take. How do you Dude, feel about when, that, Anthony? When you were saying that, all I was picturing was Stauskas drilling a dagger three and just like blowing kisses to the crowd. And like, right. you know, yeah. And then playing Beaver on the loudspeaker as they're playing that the fight song, you know, after they play, or I mean, after they play the fight song, I should say. But yeah, I'm just. 
when I hear when I think of like what you described, all I'm thinking is like the the 13, 14 teams where the you know the offense was just nuts, like you know on historic level offense. Oh, for sure. Which is which is really funny that you say that because actually, um, the games that I've been to were, were not necessarily that era. It was it was Amaker. Amaker actually did pretty decently. All things considered, against Michigan State. Uh, here's uh, my hot take. Can I give you one real quick? And that's, and that's a lie. I just looked that up. He did. He did not do all that great against. No, he didn't. But can I give him my hot take about yes, Amaker anyway? Give it to me. He's a good basketball coach. He's a damn good basketball coach. Uh, he, if nobody realizes what he's doing at Harvard, he's killing it at Harvard. Him? He's taken, I believe, two or three tournaments, and they're on pace to win the league again this year. It, it, help, it helps when for you're. The it helps when you're the first coach at Harvard to convince um, the administrators slash your wife that they should they should relieve restrictions on scholarships and let you recruit a little bit better. Um, but t- he is Hallelujah. He is a really good coach, and he's done great things. No, he Harvard. is. X's and O's and stuff, he actually is a solid coach. So, he, he tutored under, is, under Coach K. He can't be that bad, dude. Well, let me <laughs> tell you. I So I was at the Michigan-Michigan State game in 2003. And okay. I was at the Michigan Michigan State game in 2006. Two of the two of the three times in total that Amaker actually beat Michigan State. Uh, so apparently, I just got really lucky in going to those yeah, two yeah. games. Um, those those are the uh, those are the years where I was I was like the the lone Michigan. Or at least I thought I was a lone Michigan basketball fan because there wasn't like social media. I mean, they had MySpace, but I mean, well, I wasn't that either. But going, going to going to both those games with my dad. It was definitely more of a 50-50 crowd in Christ, yeah, yeah. if not a majority Michigan State crowd. Uh, but still, though, like you go on the runs, and and specifically, I remember um, players like Daniel Horton, who oh who, man, I, I love mean, Daniel. I mean, like, these are these That's are the the guys lost. I mean, the guys lost in Michigan basketball history because they were they were never on great teams, but they were on like the NIT winning team. Can, can I say a name from that era? Who's my my one of my all time favorite names? Uh, La, La adorable Corporale Harris, aka Manny Harris. My dog, man, out of Detroit, right for that dude was so awesome. Manny he's playing Harris. in uh, Europe. So. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But his he's, real name is the best. His real name is the best. He's dominated uh, the MBDL, or he did because Manny Harris. Let me tell you, if you want to score the best left hand you'll ever see this side of James Harden. Dude, you ain't lying who, on that. Who literally, I don't think I've ever seen him willingly dribble with his right hand in his life. That, that was the crazy thing about He's Manny. the opposite of Magic Johnson. Well, yeah. Uh, Magic like, only dribble with his right. So he's the opposite he, Johnson. Literally, Manny Harris is dribble, dribble, dribble. And if you forced him right, you're fine. But he had this way of, of shaking people so he could get just enough to go left. And then he, he would dominate left. I mean, just an amazing left hand. Like the best left hand. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then well, I got the I got this I got to see him play in high school at Redford. You know, neighbors Livonia. I I saw him play. Uh, <laughs> like it was like two minutes, but I I, I got there late as hell because you know I was a kid. But you know, well, but yeah. I, I, he, one, I, then I, he won. Mr. It was the year he won Mister Basketball, and I found he was going to Michigan. I was like, dude, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. Yes, him and and Courtney Sims and. Uh, Harris. Oh, and, man. Well, I remember the. See, we're going to go down my rabbit hole right here. And then we're going to go down no, your rabbit hole. 
Your your rabbit uh, hole is a little bit more exciting to talk about because apparently well, that's the thing. I love the amateur years because that was like the it was like the years where it was us true Michigan basketball fans, not the bandwagoners that come and go when the runs come and go. You know what I mean? Call those the hipster years, right? Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean basically. the Brooklyn years. <laughs> dude, my my very first really are my my very first memories of Michigan basketball. Um, one of them is is seeing Graham Brown play for the first time and oh, man, i've heard that name in a long time I, and there's no reason to because like he <laughs> he's literally the equivalent to what like if you gave um austin davis 25 minutes a game that's pretty much what graham brown would like was yeah, austin right austin davis like 10 years ago or 15 years ago was actually probably not that bad of a player well you that's know, the I mean, thing not, well, not bad now he's, he's good but graham brown started a bunch of games at michigan Frankly, yeah, was, frankly, because the team was bad enough. And, hey, do you remember the sideburns he had? Those dude, those mutton chops. I mean, that's about as pale. <laughs> that's the right guy. I'm thinking the right guy, right? The that, that's chops. as your pale, pale dude, sideburns, redhead with braces for half his time at, <laughs> on the court. I mean, like we're we're talking like, frankly, just like six foot eleven inches of pure just like ugly ass basketball player yeah, and he, he couldn't shoot he couldn't dribble but like he gave his effort on every play yeah, he, he, he worked hustler. hard he was a great player on an av- like he he was a great sixth man on a bad basketball team <laughs> like like a borderline nit team and like he he'd be a borderline walk-on on this Michigan, this era's Michigan basketball team. So he's Jerome Fold. Yeah, I mean, something like that, right? Right. I mean, I, I think he's, he's Austin. Da- he's, he's Austin Davis, right? Well, I, Austin. Yeah, yeah. I well, guess you're right. Yeah. Aust- Austin is evolving right before our eyes. Um, he's always had some post moves, though. He just has some heavy feet, man. Yeah. So actually, he he played high school basketball right where right like down the road where I live. And his entire high school competition was always against like five foot nine guys, right? <laughs> he he literally only played against short guys. Of course, AAU ball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's Graham Brown is like it's like one of the first memories for me, and that, and then that whole era was something else. What what? So you remember Michigan winning the national town eighty nine. You remember? I mean, barely. I remember my dad. Like, right. the the memory is more as I got to stay up. The fact, the fact <laughs> that you, you have a memory of the memory is still yeah. still counts for something, right? Yeah. What, oh, what yeah. was your first most exciting moment where you're like, "This is my guy"? Who was your first player? Jalen Rose. Not even close. Jalen. Oh. I'm a point guard guy. Always yeah. a Michigan point guard. Like, just if you ever want to know who my favorite player is on the current team, it's probably the starting point guard. Yeah, Jalen Rose is my dude. That's that's my guy, man. I I've that's my favorite basketball player outside of Isaiah Thomas. Like you know, Pistons Isaiah Thomas, not the young one that's playing now. Yeah. So so when Kobe dropped eighty one on Jalen Rose. Yeah, Jalen was like thirty eight. Because Jalen used to cook people back in the day. Yes, I think people did. forget yes. about Pacers Jalen that was really good. He was an all star. Oh, I mean, Jalen Rose was always really good. Dude, that backcourt with him and Reggie Miller, that was a sick backcourt, man. That's right. That's right. I, he was always a good backcourt. People forget that it was him and Reggie Miller in that backcourt. Dude, that backcourt had some size. You're talking 6'5 point guard and a 6'8 shooting guard. Dude, that's some – especially in 90s basketball? Come on, man. That's a giant. That's a 
that's guard size now. Jalen Rose is definitely that guy who, like, in today's NBA would have gotten, like, a max contract on, like, the worst basketball team. Oh, like, not the worst, dude. You know, you know who he is right in, in right now? He's, he's like uh, Eric Bledsoe. Who plays for the box the box point card. See, That's basically a similar game. See, no, but, I, but I th- I'm saying he's too good to get a Bledsoe size contract. So he, I, I think he'd end up getting like a max contract for like a bad team, as like opposed to like for, you know. a, a lesser <laughs> contract for like a, yeah, essentially how his career actually went, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, more power to Jalen. Get that bread, man. That's right, man. The guy's right. everywhere on ESPN making money. So he does. I mean, he's always ever since college been about making that money, right? Uh, oh yeah, but you know what? I don't blame him. I don't. Blame I don't pay the players. So that's I, what I mean, since I'm new here, this is my stand. Pay the players. <laughs> there we go. Pay them, please. God, pay the players. <laughs> that's right. It is. I mean, time. you mean to tell me Jalen and the whole Fat Five didn't make millions of dollars for this school? Come on, man. It's way. It's ridiculous. Hang the banners back up too already. Uh, it, it, that has to happen, Juwan, right? Dude, like, that's what you're taking my childhood from me. Put the banners back up. So, so what was your what was your first reaction when? Um, okay, a when Beeline left the Michigan basketball program. Uh, so let me let me tell you when I found out. Um, I was at work and um, I, it came over the radio. I work at an auto plant, uh, non non disclosed auto plant, and it came over the radio on our channel that Beeline left because it was that oh. stunning. Like a supervisor saw it on in, on the computer and like yo said it, dude. Like it was crazy. Like I I was stunned. I had no. I didn't think. I mean, he had the Fourier with the Pistons the year before and all that. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yep. But you know, yep. I mean. I'm not gonna like. I, I'm exaggerating. It didn't actually come on the radio, but that's kind of what it was like. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like it might as well have been broadcast. Like it was throwing like the chain throughout the plant. It was like a high school. Like you know, somebody gets in a fight and everybody knows about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh, it, it hurt me, man. Me and my dad like texted instantly. Like, hey, did you see this? He, he like he's actually leaving. What? Dude, I did like the cartoon, rub your eyes, read the screen again, rub your eyes, read the screen again. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it hurt me on a level I was not expecting it to hurt. That's that's very true. I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, 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 this is really bad. This is not good at all. Like, I can't believe this is really happening. Um, okay, th- who who did did you think she was going to get Juwan? Who were who you in the camp? For? No. Um, honestly, Dakic? I thought... Uh, I mean, not was... not, not Dakic. Um, um uh, I, I was hoping for Nate Oates, frankly. Uh, who's the defense coordinator? I, I've already forgotten. Yaklich. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Don't confuse those two. No. No. <laughs> uh, Dan Dockage did did was the head coach at my alma mater for like seven, eight years, and actually did a pretty decent job. Pretty decent job. Uh, then ended up IU's interim head coach. Yeah, that did not end well for him. <laughs> yeah. Not a, you know, not really. Anyways. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, we still love the Dockages, thanks to Andrew, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for life, even, even if he's still at Ohio State. Um, I don't know if he is these days. Anyways. Um, no, I think he's coaching so, some high school team or yeah, something. Yeah, so, so you're, you're hoping for Nate Oates, huh? Well, um, yeah, I mean, he's got local ties. He coached at Romulus. You know, like, That's right. You know, he would know the area. Um because really it was kind of, but I I didn't realistically think we were going to because he just signed with Alabama, but this ain't football and Michigan's the powerhouse compared to them in this sport. So I thought maybe they can make a run. But and then the other guy I was kind of hoping for, um, well, I was kind of 
hoping maybe they would go with either Yakuts or try to steal uh, Laval from uh, Butler. But oh yeah, that's right. Well, that's that's Laval's alma mater right there. So that's yeah, that would have been hard. But honestly, I, I when I didn't Juwan wasn't a consideration to me because I, I'm, I'm plugged in with the NBA and I had been hearing about him getting jobs in the NBA. So I just didn't even think college was a consideration for him because he hadn't been involved in college games since he left in '94. Which it, it seems like Michigan was the only college job. Uh, and that's what he said. He that's said a, that. That's the crazy thing, man. Like, did you expect this level of success for Jawan on the recruiting trail and in the coaching scene um, so quickly? Trail, maybe not this much, but um, he just always seemed like a genuine dude. I mean, I, by no means that I think he was going to sign four and you know, but all the five, <laughs> like be like Kentucky on the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. I, but I, I did think he was going to be an upgrade on Beeline simply because he was younger. He has kids that are that age. He's connected into the AU circuit because of his sons, you know, stuff like or that. Or the NBA but pedigree. The X's and O's. I wasn't worried about because if you're if you're co-signed by Pat Riley and Spolstra, I mean, you're golden. Because especially Pat Riley. Pat Riley is an NBA genius. He's a bat, not NBA, just in general. Bat. Yo, whoa, whoa. I mean, I Spolstra. mean, we we already knew Spolstra and Riley were geniuses because of their past success, but also they turned Duncan Robinson into like a borderline like starter in the NBA. So clearly, oh, he is a starter. He's not borderline. He's been starting for the last like thirty games, oh, forty games. That is, he's averaging like he's averaging like twelve and a half he, a game or something. He's like, like this. Gen- he's he's like this generation's like uh like. Old <laughs> old man, old man Ray Allen, like the old old version, like the the Heat Miami yeah, Heat version yeah. Ray Allen slash like yeah, massively uh, diminished athleticism Ray Allen because I uh, you, you may not remember when oh Ray no Allen I, re- came I remember Milwaukee Bucks he was dunking yeah. all over everybody dude no I'm talking Supersonics Ray Allen oh, that's right. well I mean either or the the Bucks and the Supersonics that's why I said old man I did say I did preface it with old man Miami Heat Ray Allen yeah, uh, yeah. because like oh dude his dunks were insane I, I remember when. That, I'm sorry. One second. Let me, let me group my thoughts together. The Russell Westbrook Chris Paul trade is about the equivalent on like the same scale as trading Ray Allen for Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like that was a monster trade back in the day. Dude, that was so big. If if Twitter was around back then, I'm oh pretty my sure gosh, that would have exploded. Like what? What two like mega all stars? Like just amazing all time great players. Yeah. Wow. And they get swapped, and it was just like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But both in smaller markets. You know, I grew up in North Carolina before I moved to Michigan, so I grew up a massive Charlotte Hornets fan. I, uh, I, 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 I used, grandma and all that. But before going to the, uh, you know, before becoming a Michigan basketball fan, I'd go to Charlotte games. We'd go to the playoff games and whatnot. Um, actually my memories are of like the Baron Davis Hornets. Okay. Like, right before they moved, uh, watching them beat Alonzo morning in the Miami heat in, in the first round, sweeping them three games to nothing. We're all wearing headbands and whatnot. Yeah, man. So the Hornets were my, were you my still a Hornets fan? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I went to a game a couple years ago. Uh, and I've told this story on the podcast before. Um, but my, my first year in Michigan was the first year that the Charlotte Hornets moved in, to New Orleans. Right. So, so I was feeling homesick. So it's part of the homesick thing. My dad was like, and I was, I was 11 years old at the time. My dad was like, 2002 here, I'll take you to a Hornets Pistons game. That way we can go cheer for the Hornets. You know, you know, remember the good times, 
even though they're from New Orleans now, but still the Hornets, right? So yeah, still a franchise. So it's yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same exact players, right? Literally the same exact players I saw play in Charlotte at home six months earlier. Yeah. Um, so we go to the game, and the away jerseys for the Hornets said New Orleans across it. Just just big yeah. letters, New Orleans. And it was like, I've nothing has broken my heart. More. No girl could ever break my heart the same way that seemed. I've never had a team of mine move, so I have no idea what that Dude, feels like. So I, I had just moved from the place itself, you know, like I had yeah. just moved from North Carolina. They had just moved from North Carolina. Like it was really like reality and life just slapping me down, being like, "Look, you're not from North Carolina anymore, man. Get over it. Just be done with it. Just, just that chapter's over." It was hard, man. Seeing seeing the Hornets, my team say a different city on it was just like, dude. dude that, that's gotta be brutal. It man. was, and it was it was like the ultimate gut wrench moment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was tough. It was tough. And then but thankfully the Pistons came and saved my life. Not not really life. That's a little harsh. A little extreme. But the Pistons came and saved my fanhood because Ben Wallace and, and crew were in town. And I remember the intro video to like the it was like 2002, 2003. So it might have been 2003. Um, the intro was like all of the Pistons were in hard hats. Yeah, yeah. It well, was, I was like that was oh three through like oh five. It they was were like breaking down a wall with like yeah, you know they had like the sledgehammer yes. breaking down the wall, and it was know, right on the down. it was right on the brink of them actually being like great, right? So, so I did have that to take. That was my second year of oh. college. That was awesome. <sighs> yeah, I mean that was it was cool to see those those Pistons teams play. Yeah, and that's a whole other story. Oh yeah, don't, you don't want me to go down the Pistons. As as big of I am a Michigan fan, I'm I'm probably equal, if not a little more, of a Pistons fan because I love my Pistons. That's right. That's right. So. I like it. We'll, we'll end up talking about the Pistons too. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Uh, maybe, maybe some other time. But let's let's focus back on the basketball thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so Beeline has has been fired from the Cavs. Right, so so or he's taken fifteen million dollars. In the away. NBA, it means you're fired when you do that. Well, let me, me just say, like, <laughs> I, of course I can't begrudge him now because we have Juwan Howard, but like he got those bags, man. He made the money. I can't, I can't hate. What? Uh, what is your? How can you hate a man setting his, his setting his retirement up for his wife and stuff? So I'm what? What is? Okay, but what what is your feeling on the relationship between Michigan basketball? and beeline because I, honestly if howard was struggling or if we had ended up with a coach who was not as good as beeline in either recruiting or, Cooley. <laughs> yeah if we if we had yeah. ended up with literally anyone else a brian ellerby of 2020 yeah, oh god yeah right so so do you think your feelings towards beeline would be any different than right now because like honestly when i look at no, it no 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 because I, I'm not really like a revisionist kind of person like that. Um, I will always love him for what he brought, like the 2013, like just the memories of the run and all that stuff. And even even like the earlier years, even when like the when it was Manny Harris was like a sophomore, the Sean Sims, yeah. yeah, and like you know, uh, one of my favorite Twitter followers, and right, you know, when he was on that, you know, that squad, and then like when he brought in Zach Novak and all those dudes, you know. I got, he got the fan base back basically, and I will always thank him for that. And I will always thank him for hell, Trey Burke, man. Thanks for those memories for getting that guy and THJ and you know Glenn and all those dudes. You know, 
how can you ever be mad at that? What guy? a team, man! What what a squad. I mean, he he went to two he went to two titles. One of them he would have won if uh, a team wasn't assembled by getting a brothel going. Uh, and you know you, you can't say they would want to beat Villanova because you know they had six NBA players. Dude, that, 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 okay, that, that villain that run that ended. <laughs> I wasn't even Villanova. mad when they lost. Like, no. I wasn't even mad. <laughs> you, you knew, you knew going into the game, Villanova was genuinely just the best basketball team that entire year, the entire season. Yeah, well, dude, it was like, hi, Michigan basketball. Here's a wood chipper. Have yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a that was a cool moment because it was such a celebration that Michigan had even made the Final Four. Got to What's play, got to play in Loyola, <laughs> Chicago. Like so, so you knew going into the Final Four that they were going to make the national title game, right? Like, yeah, because oh, I wanted nothing more to crush Sister Jean's dreams. That makes me a bit of a cynic. I don't really care. Oh, no, uh, that was cool. Like it was cool <laughs> because that, enti- that entire week going in, you're like, yeah, we're oh, probably yeah. going to lose the national title game to either Kansas or Villanova, but we also are making the national title game. Like that's that's just not not going to happen, right? So like. Yeah. This is a celebration. The, that entire week was such a celebration. Whereas before, after Kansas, before we played Syracuse, it was a celebration when, when you know Mitch McGarry ended up dominating Syracuse in the final four. Oh man! But, but talk about a performance, bro. But before that, it was still kind of nerve wracking because it was like, oh, I mean, we're just on like the flukiest of fluke runs here. Trey Burke got real lucky, um, and before that, Stoskis got real hot against Florida. Uh, oh, dude, I, I don't even remember that Florida game that much because I was at my grandmother-in-law's and it was Easter. I remember it because I have a I have a vivid memory about stuff like this. Oh. And I saw the I missed the entire first half because we were having like an early Easter like brunch dinner kind of deal. And uh, I get back into like into the like, uh, living room where the TV's at and they were up by like 25. I was like, what the hell happened? Well, that's that's it. I, I remember that game very vividly. But looking back, I remember the first half very vividly. I remember the first half of the first half very vividly because the first 10 minutes, Nick Stoskis hit like five straight or six straight three pointers. And it was just like, huh? What? Canadian Canadian kid hits every three from the corner possible. That's what he does, man. Oh, yeah. But like, did you not watch his recruiting videos when he was, when they they signed him? Come on, man. Well, all the memes on MGO blog were like shooting from the moon. But like, he literally even had like a fadeaway three from the corner. And you're just seeing like, 130 pounds of just Dude, give me a thousand Nick Stauskas every day all day man I the swag like I love that man especially in co- like college Nick Stauskas like he was he was born to play Duke basketball to be honest like blowing kisses at the is on oh yeah yeah like and I hate I, I hate Duke I hate Duke yeah for eternity right I grew up in North like in North Carolina I was a, I was a UNC fan if I had to choose like I was, I was UNC because of the uh, 92. Well, and see, that was before my time. Actually, this is real. I was a very big sports nerd growing up, and I was kind of fat and, and whatever. Moving to Michigan, I genuinely had anxiety over whether kids would judge me because I came from North Carolina <laughs> because of the North Carolina-Michigan basketball game. Yeah. I knew about, but I was like one year old, one years old when it happened. But... um. I'd seen the highlights. I, my dad was a big Michigan fan. So, like, I was five years old when Charles Woodson won the Heisman and won national title. But, like, I just – I couldn't process it because I was, I was too far away from Michigan. It didn't make sense to me. Like, it just, it just yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, freshman in high school when he won it. So I'm lucky. Oh, my gosh. So lucky. Um, all right, man. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this year's team, and then, and then let's wrap it up for okay, the Okay, let's do it. Solid first podcast. All right. Yeah, yeah. This team so 
dominated to start the year. Uh, has one of the biggest wins in college basketball this year. When the selection committee looks at it, they say biggest wins of the year, Michigan beating Gonzaga first weekend of the year or whatever. Um, no, it was like a couple weeks in, but yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. First real weekend, yeah. It was, it was the first real weekend. Yeah. Um, what is this team ceiling? Uh, if they're healthy, all eight. If everyone's main healthy, rotation guys. If livers, everyone's healthy, livers is healthy. Everyone's healthy. Uh, eight, elite eight, final four, depending on the draw, but elite eight, sweet sixteen, and that. They got. I mean, they they should win their first round game no matter what. So they should win the first game because the the reality is is you got senior guard, you got a senior point guard who started a crap load of games, and no matter what in the tournament, that's it's cliche for a reason. It matters. I mean, you see mid-majors and small major, small team, you know, small D1 schools that have a senior point guard that make runs. They just, it just is. It's because they've, they've been through the wars, you know. Typically, the senior point guard is, is a scorer. But yes, I, I agree. And you know what's really funny? Xavier Simpson actually leads the team in points per game. Which I, well, I last night helped dropping 32. I mean, yeah. I mean, that'll bump your average up quite a bit. Yeah. And I like, well. And, and of course, you know, he dropped 32, but the game before um, against Purdue, he goes 0 for 10. Uh, so, so it's. Uh, yeah, but he was a facilitator. Just because you're not scoring as a point guard doesn't mean you're not great. Well, you're right. You're right. It's, Xavier is, is averaging 13 and 8. He's got 8 assists per game this year. Um, I totally agree with you about the senior guard thing. Um, and, and him and Teske as seniors and, and Livers as, as such a great. Just constant force if healthy. Uh, this team is crazy on neutral court. It, it's almost like it's almost like they play worse at home than they do on the road and on neutral courts. I mean, it's crazy. It's weird. I don't, I don't understand the neutral court thing. But it, going back to even like Beeline, I guess starting with Beeline's Final Four team, it feels like Michigan on neutral court. Is about as safe of a bet as the Ohio State football team beating Michigan every fall. Like it almost feels like just as safe of a bet. Um, and that's hating on Michigan football, but that's okay because it's basketball season and we're a basketball school. So, like I said earlier, we've kind of always been a basketball yeah, school. Yeah, and, and when you don't beat Ohio State for like twenty straight years, uh, or whatever, fifteen out of seventeen years, you end up being a basketball school by default. Um, and we've got baseball. Oh God, who cares about that? And we've got baseball <laughs> and softball and basketball and gymnastics. I mean, we've got they're really good this year. Yeah, oh, I mean they. I mean they won so many Big Ten titles in a row for a period of time. Um, all right, Anthony, this has been a great introductory podcast. You're the man now, kid. Um, <laughs> I love that somebody younger than me is calling me kid. It's, it's great. That's right. I was going to tell you not to do the uh, the you know the uh, Men in Black sport. You know, you know yeah. Randy goes on. That's right. There will well, be no sport, junior, kid, you know. No, no, yeah, well, well, here's the thing is you look, at the very least, we look the same age. Oh, which, definitely. Which says more about me than it does you. Or actually, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But also with law school, I started to get gray hairs. So, like, you're solidly in the oh, black hair. You can't see camp. him, though, man. In the in the right light, my beard is like, I'm shading about a a fifth of it is white hairs. Okay, I I literally can't tell. So we have the same. Oh, I, I've learned to tuck them in with the comb too. By the way, <laughs> we have the same amount of gray hair, so uh, we definitely look about the same age. Anthony, yeah, yeah. 
Anthony Troya over here. Like like Dustin Pedroia, but Anthony Troya. Yes, I, I appreciate that hit. That really helped. Find him on Twitter at Ant underscore Troya. Am I correct about that? Yeah, well, yeah. Troya. Uh, for now, the tag name says Homie Troya Kenobi, so get on that one. There we go. Troya is T-R-O-I-A. Um, I'm David Arnold. You can find me on Twitter, although I've kind of, I've kind of had to stop Twitter while I do the law school thing and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's a long story, but you can find me on Twitter still at David Arnold, M-I. Uh, I'm, I'm private, but I'll still, I'll add you if you really want to add me back. Um, and we're here, you know, the guys, MGOFish, follow them at MGOFish, read the website, MGOFish.com. Uh, Harry Hillman is on Twitter. He's also, you know, contributes to the website big time. Steven Asentoski, the video guy. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight, but they'll both be on soon with with Anthony. Um, they'll be doing a lot more as I kind of fade away into having way too many kids and way too much school. Because um, <laughs> that's, that's what life does to me. But anyways, Anthony, it's been great having you on. Uh, what You got any, any final things you'd like to say before we log off? No, nothing. Just... Uh... Go ahead and beat Ohio State on Saturday, or I mean on Sunday at 4 o'clock. CBS, everybody doesn't realize that it's CBS 4 o'clock. Beat them on Saturday, or God, I keep saying Saturday. Beat them on Sunday, and, uh, you know, we can all have a good good week on Monday having to talk and craft to our Ohio State friends at work and all that. That's right, that's right. And and we owe them one at home. We do, we definitely owe them one at home. We're, We're recording on a Friday night, you know, whether you're listening to this podcast on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Well, hopefully they win if you're listening to it on Monday. Um, that's right. That's right. That's right. And most people listen to it during the week. So we're going to hopeful, hopefully that when you're listening to this, Juwan Howard and those boys brought home a win uh, from Columbus. And we're marching towards the NCAA tournament, which we are solidly in, right? We're going to be a five or six oh, yeah, seed. No. Yeah. Uh, if, if we end up going one and three down the stretch and maybe don't win a game in the tournament, lowest would probably be eight, nine, but... I, we're in. That's I, right. I wouldn't worry about That's that. Right. All right, you're Anthony. a Michigan basketball fan. Cool it, man. We're in. Don't worry about it. Okay. Anthony, let's do this again soon. How about that? We'll talk basketball. We'll get together. Harry and Steven will join us next time, at the very least. All right, man. Uh, before we leave, sign off, log off. Favorite non-Fab 5 basketball player of all time? Not uh, Just in general? In general. College, pro, don't matter? Give me one Michigan and one general. Michigan, non, you said non-Fab 5? Non-Fab 5. Okay, so. Uh, no, I just I just want quick, I want quick hot takes. All right, all right. Uh, We're signing Nick, Nick Stoskis. And then just in general, man, I always loved Delonte West. Oh, no. No. St. Joe's, that run was magical, man. Are we, are we really? And you picked. No, he was so fun to watch. You picked Delonte Joe. West over Jameer Nelson? I'm a Delonte guy, man. That's, that's my guy. Well, this, I hope he gets better. This podcast really took a, took a deep, <laughs> you asked, deep, man. You deep, asked. dark turn. All right, man. You know, uh, for for me, Stoskis is definitely up there, but uh, Trey Burke for sure, for sure is just. Like, hey, you asked me to say quickly, and I said stop. I, I, I understand. I I know Stoskis would probably be my pick if you didn't pick him. Trey, Trey Burke and Stoskis are like one two right there. Even though I'm a point guard guy, which is weird, I said a shooting guard, but you know. I uh, he had handles. You ever see the game winner step back against Wisconsin? Oh man? yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He definitely could dribble. Uh, and, and, then, and then my, you know, outside. I mean, synergy. He was pretty high on the pick and roll offense, so he could play the point a little bit. 
yeah, maybe if he goes over to Europe for a little bit and, and thrives in that, it might get a, get another shot at it. Um, and then, and then, we're rambling. Let's wrap this up. Well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say my and my NBA guys, you know, Baron Davis for sure. Just, just oh. uh, Baron Davis, my boy, back in the Charlotte Hornet days. Dude, Warriors Baron Davis when he yeah. dunked on uh, Yao in the playoffs. Oh. All right, man. Good times, Anthony Troya. Thank you for a good first podcast. Of course. It's feeling great. Feeling great. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, yep. Subscribe, rate us. Go Fish podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. We're there. Follow us on Twitter at MGO Fish. And we'll rock and roll. We'll see you guys next time. Go Blue. Adios.